As a Child, God's Call to Littleness, by me, Phil Steer. Episode 16, Pray. This, then, is how you should pray, our Father in Heaven. Here, of course, are the opening words of the most famous prayer in Christendom. The Lord's Prayer must have been prayed by almost every believer ever since Jesus gave it to us in response to his disciples' request, Lord, teach us to pray. But despite its familiarity, dare I say, over-familiarity, there is, I think, an important aspect of the prayer that we can easily overlook. That in praying to God as our Father, we are necessarily praying to him as his children. Hence, when we come to God in prayer, we are to do so just like a child coming to her father, wanting to talk with him and ask something of him. We are now so familiar with the Lord's Prayer that it is almost impossible for us to think of it being any other way. But Jesus' use of such language shocked and appalled the religious authorities of the day, and indeed would have been hardly less shocking to any God-fearing Jew. They knew that God was to be approached as a mighty king, indeed as the almighty king, with fear and trembling and reverence and awe. Yet here was Jesus telling his disciples to approach God as a child approaches his father. Yes, with respect, but also with confidence and joy and the certainty of his love and care and concern. Jesus used the same imagery in his teaching elsewhere on prayer. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? To pray like a child means to ask like a child. To come to our Heavenly Father and simply ask him for what we want. This, however, is something that some of us are rather reluctant to do. We feel that it is not quite right somehow for us to come to God and just reel off a litany of requests. We believe that prayer should be so much more than this. And yes, prayer should be so much more than this. But if we are not careful, we can make prayer so much less than this, as in our desire to pray with supposed maturity, we end up neglecting the very thing that Jesus tells us to do, which is to ask for what we want. Such an approach also has the dubious benefit that the less we ask of God, the less we will be disappointed when our prayers seem to go unanswered. In this way, Not praying becomes a simple and rather effective protection mechanism. But of course, the flip side is that the less we ask of God, the less we will rejoice and be encouraged when our prayers are answered. As James warns us, you do not have because you do not ask God. Little children are always ready to ask their parents for help and provision. There's no hesitation or worrying about whether it is right that they do so. In the intimacy and security of the parent-child relationship, to ask is the most natural thing in the world. And in the same way, we, like little children, are to be always ready to turn to our Heavenly Father and ask of Him in prayer. I was pondering such an approach to prayer whilst on holiday with my family. One day we went on a cycle ride and, not having a proper paper map of the area, we took our sat-nav with us. Unfortunately, On setting out on our return journey, we discovered that we'd somehow lost the sat-nav, and despite much searching, it was nowhere to be found. It occurred to me that perhaps I should try putting into practice what I preached, that I should do what a little child would do when he lost something, 
and asked my Heavenly Father to help me find it. You might perhaps be unsurprised to learn that the sat-nav still didn't turn up, and we cycled back without it. Fortunately, the route was fairly straightforward. But this is how it is with prayer. It is not a spell or incantation that we have simply to recite in order magically to get what we want. I have absolutely no idea how or why prayer works or doesn't work, as we might see it. But I do know that God tells us to keep on asking nonetheless. Indeed, such persistence is another very childlike quality that God tells us we need to have. Every parent will have experienced this with their own children. When they really want something, they just will not take no for an answer. My daughter loves animals, and she set her heart on having a pet. Now, my wife and I are full of appreciation for animals in the wild. We just don't want any in the home, and so have always steadfastly resisted her pleas, except for a brief period when we generously allowed her to have a couple of goldfish. Yet despite this, our daughter was not to be deterred. She kept asking us if she could please have a hamster for her birthday, and somehow we ended up succumbing to her request. Just how did this happen? Jesus encourages just such childlike persistence in the parable of the persistent widow. Notably, there are many places in the Bible where widows and children are spoken of in the same breath, both lacking power and influence, often vulnerable and downtrodden. Luke makes the point that Jesus told his disciples this parable in order to show them that they should always pray and not give up. The widow was unable to obtain the justice that she desired because the judge had absolutely no concern for her or the righteousness of her cause. But not to be put off, she kept on and on asking, and eventually he became so fed up with her constant badgering that he gave her what she wanted, just to shut her up and get her off his back. The point of the parable is not that God is like that unjust judge, but rather that if he who neither feared God nor cared about men eventually responded to the widow's persistence, how much more should we persist in praying to our loving Heavenly Father, who delights to give good things to his children? And this is why our daughter received a hamster for her birthday. Not because she wore us down with her asking, but rather because her persistence showed us just how much she desired a pet, and we realised that we wanted to give her the joy and happiness it would bring. So does this mean that God needs to see our persistence in prayer in order to prove the strength of our desire for what we ask? To be honest, I don't know. I suspect that this may at times be one part of the mystery that is prayer, but it is by no means as simple and straightforward as that. All I do know is that God tells us to ask like little children, and to keep asking like little children, and to trust him as our loving Heavenly Father to answer. Such persistence does not mean, however, that we have to use long, wordy prayers that go on and on. Indeed, Jesus specifically tells us not to keep on babbling, thinking that we'll be heard because of our many words. For your Father knows what you need before you ask him. It is not long prayers, but frequent prayers that our Father seeks. Not to pray and forget, but to pray and to pray. To keep the object of our prayers close to our heart and to the forefront of our mind that we might keep turning to him and asking him to grant us those things that we seek. Incidentally, when we returned from our cycle ride, the missing sat-nav turned up in one of the bags that we'd taken with us and had searched so thoroughly earlier. Coincidence? 
quite possibly. All I can say for certain is that I had asked God to help me find it, and now here it was. You might balk at the idea of a God who apparently locates lost satnavs when so many much more important prayers about sickness and disease, poverty and famine, conflict and war, seemingly go unanswered. And in many ways I would share such sentiments. Indeed, I hesitated over whether I should mention the episode at all. Yet this is the typical concern of an adult. Little children are not bothered about whether what they ask for is important or significant enough. They simply ask out of the reality of their felt needs and desires, and are thankful when their requests are answered. This is not to say, of course, that we should be childish in our prayers, asking for anything and everything that we want. As James warns us, if we seek simply to satisfy our own selfish desires, then we should not expect to receive the things for which we ask. Nonetheless, it must surely be better to pray for many things, even if some of them are wrong, than to pray for too little. And so we are to ask with a childlike confidence, praying on all occasions, with all kinds of prayers and requests, being thankful and encouraged by all answer prayer, no matter how seemingly trivial. And we are to keep on asking for those more important things that we have yet to receive. Having a childlike persistence, born out of a heartfelt desire for God's kingdom to come more and more in our lives, in the church and in the world. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of As a Child. I do hope you'll join me as I read the rest of the book. Please do subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. And I'd be so grateful if you would rate, review and share so that more people can get to hear it. Thank you so much. Next episode, praise. <laughs>